and we are joined by Lars Hepso with uh, Skate with Power. You're the owner and uh, now you have other business partners. You are a skating instructor. Yeah. yeah. And you have been doing this for about seven years? Yeah, right? I've been teaching for a lot longer, but the company itself uh, probably started its, its roots a little bit around seven years ago. So I'm curious, when you did a grade six career day project, did your display show that you wanted to be a skating instructor? I was going to be a hockey player at that point. You were going to be a hockey yeah. player. Yeah. Took a different path, but I'm still within the same realm, which is good. But Obviously a passion. Yeah. So you joined a business networking group and almost every person that joins a business networking group joins it to get something from it, to get referrals. And it wasn't about what you could get uh, business-wise, but what you could actually learn from the people in the room. So I, found, I think you're a learner of life or experience. Yeah, I mean, to me that's way more interesting. Um, it's, it's a lot more relevant as well, but I wanted to be into a, in a group where people were finding their own way, maybe they were successful in different areas. Um, and then you can learn from how people talk, how they present, how they, everything. So it's, it's interesting to be in that setting and just see what resonates. At the beginning, I was a little bit caught up in what I was doing and less about what they're doing. Um, so it's just turned everything's for the player. Um, they're not coming to me just to become better skaters. They want to become better hockey players and skating is the vehicle to do that. So. That's it's all tied back into that. And I mean, you have recommendations from Joe Neuendyke and Matt Barzell and Cam Barker. Like, uh, they obviously saw something in your style earlier. And that's, I mean, through the business lens, from a business perspective, if, if we extrapolate it out into a business model, is it fair to say that if you took a skater, a player, and improve them however many levels, what was the metric that measured their success, which actually measured how successful you were? Yeah, it's, it's honestly, that's one of the hardest things. Um, there's so many different components and sometimes, and I'll be completely honest, sometimes it's the mental component. So sometimes it's a player comes out, does what we're doing through our sessions, Physically, there's not much of a change, but mentally, they're more confident in what they're doing and their abilities. And then you step on the ice, obviously, hockey's such a mental game. Um, so that part of it's hard to, uh, hard to measure, because there's guys that come up for a couple sessions, and I'm like, ah, it's not going to change that much. They didn't work for that long, and they're like, wow, I felt way better. And just mm. mentally, they go out there with more confidence, right? So there's different ways that I'm learning that I can help guys as well. Um, the way I talk to them, the way I... I give them feedback, uh, the way I can show them game relationships with clips, especially for our pro players. Um, this is what you do in a game, this is what your coach says about you, this is how we can help you through your skating. Um, really lots of it, especially at the NHL level, comes down to video. So this is what you're doing in games before, this is what you're doing in games after. And it might be a subtle change, but mm -hmm. this is a little bit of a difference and it's, it's helping you. Has a huge impact. Yeah. So when I first met you, you were working with individual athletes. Yeah. And you now are the skating coach for the Arizona 
coyotes. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I was curious in your model if you've become an entrepreneur and then an employee, uh, or or what your business space looks like. I see you've got new staff with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's been an interesting ride. That's for sure. The the route that I've taken isn't necessarily the normal one. Um, but with this industry and what I'm doing, it, it all ties in together. So for me, long-term goal was to become a skating coach for an NHL team. Um, I mean, credibility-wise, um, talk about separating yourself in a market where there's a lot of people doing what you do. Um, there's not many NHL teams and there's not many people that get to work with them. So it's a good way to separate yourself and your company. Um, Originally, I, I dove into starting my own thing because it was a way for me to kind of have no ceiling. Um, lots of the times when I was working with other people, I just felt like I was limited in where I could go. Um, so I rolled that out as long as I felt I needed to and then jumped on my, my own thing. And the way I market and the way I, I do things, most people don't know that I'm even involved in the company. Um, and I tried to do that on purpose so that I can take a step back when this hopefully came up. Um, so now that I got this job with the team, it's uh, it's obviously incredible. It's 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 been such a cool year. It's been really neat to be in Arizona and flying around and and working with guys that are as high level as they are. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting route just going from doing this all on my own to now I'm doing almost like you say a step back where I'm doing this almost part time in the winter, um, building this relationship with the players of the team, the coaches, all this stuff. Um, but I'm slowly incorporating things like when I'm in Arizona, I'm working with kids there. Um, so it's still kind of all ties back into, hey, the company's growing. Uh, it might be a different way of doing it, but now that we have that uh, NHL skating coach background where we can legitimately say, hey, this guy works with a team, um, it helps the company as well. Sure. It so does. it's all just kind of an interesting way of, me building credibility obviously i'd love to work for the team for a very long time so hopefully that happens um but at the same time it's helping the company grow and uh even if it it turns into just me bringing on good employees right it's it's a network and once you get into that top level network it's a lot easier to uh kind of communicate with the right people and bring the right people on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's certainly credibility so in the early years uh you attribute your success to Instagram yeah lots of it um, it was <laughs> it's funny how it works like there's such a perception thing right social media um, mm -hmm. when I was in school so I, I was doing my things on the ice and I was working with guys and I was trying to find a way to build myself a company essentially that when I left school I could just work for myself um, and I was trying to figure out ways to do that. I mean, time was limited in a sense where I had to study and, mm -hmm. and go to class and, and do that stuff. Um, and then obviously social time with our friends and stuff because I wanted to enjoy the experience of going to school. Um, <laughs> but social media was kind of something that I, I was like, you know what, this is something I can do for free. It's only gonna take a little bit of my time if I figure out how to do it properly. Um, and I can essentially build this company so that I can step into it when I leave school. And, that was kind of my game plan and it took some some swinging and missing like there was posts that we would do and there's no traction but you learn from it um there were some awkward times where i'm sitting there posting something and i'm like 
this is nobody even looks at this. What am I doing? Um, but you start to figure out, hey, this one actually has some traction, and then you look at it and understand or try and figure out why, and then I try and replicate it. Maybe it doesn't work, but then you, you keep kind of working your way up, and, and eventually I figured out which ones were successful for me, and I would just replicate that as much as possible. And even though I wasn't on the ice all the time, uh, I was able to make it apparent that we knew what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I would post clips of games, I would post clips of past practices that I've done, um, and you build your credibility while little people, like people didn't really understand that I was going to school and sitting on my couch posting these things and not skating as much as, as, as it may seem. Um, but most of it was summer and all that stuff and I just used that to my advantage to show what we know or I knew, um, who I'd been working with, um, the reasons why I do what I do and trying to give people information so that uh, I was lucky when I left school, I was able to just jump in full time and, and not have to take that step into another company first. It is scary on a good day to be an entrepreneur. So, so uh, having the opportunity to build that credibility using Instagram and then garnering clients and building on those, I think is huge. So you have, you have 31,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, about that, yeah. You would be hired for your services. Yeah, yeah. So I've been to Europe multiple times for this type of thing. I've been to uh, different areas in the, in the States. And it's just through Instagram. It's crazy. Now, the company, yeah. Skate With Power, you have uh, work that you do with uh, minor hockey yeah. associations. And that's year-round? It's not a consistent commitment right now just because my life doesn't seem to have much consistency to it. <laughs> Um, but it's, if I'm in the area, I reach out to specific people, um, usually high up within certain organizations and then they can get the word out to the local coaches. Um, and it's funny cause lots of people ask like, you're working with pro guys. Why do you work with kids right now? Um, but honestly, I think they make me better at what I do. Um, and it's, it's humbling and it's fun cause you get to see the smiles and stuff. You don't always get that out of the pro guys when they're on the ice. They're there for business and work, mm -hmm. but, uh. The little kids are joking around and laughing and it's it makes you better when you're working with those older guys too because you remember the reason they started and you can help them hopefully enjoy what you're doing which is going to make them want to do it more and help them get better in the long run. That sounds like something that's really good that keeps you grounded. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. I'm glad you do that. It's fun, yeah. I'm glad you do that. Yeah. So, uh, lots of other questions I have. Did you... Do you have a business plan? Do you know what success looks like? Are you winging it? Um, it's a little bit of a combination of the two. I just, lots of the stuff that I've seen or, or learned, I was like, you know what, I think there's, there's potentially a better way to do this or, or more of a fast track. Um, it's kind of funny, like I've worked now in the, in the NHL, which is crazy, but I kind of skipped all the other leagues. Uh, I never really worked for teams uh, before this. I just focused on choosing the right people to work with and, and kind of being strategic about what I was doing again with the social media and who I was getting on the ice with and, and that kind of thing. And it really, really fast tracked where I got to go. Okay. Um, so if we backtrack to that, I mean, you've uh, coached Nick Patan and Curtis yeah. Lazar. So those would be your uh, case studies or your work that would show significant 
uh, progression in the development of the of the skater enough that it would it would make it obvious that maybe you had a hand in in improving that player's ability on and off the ice. Yeah, and and it's interesting with guys like this because sometimes, I mean, players that we've worked with, depending on the player, sometimes we work with them a lot. Sometimes we've just done a couple sessions. Just a tweak. Yeah. So there's times where you go out on the ice with guys. Like I know uh, with Curtis, it was I knew him um, through mutual friends, and I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm doing this skating stuff. I know I'm a young guy. Uh, would you like to come out for a couple sessions and just kind of see what it's like, right?" But that allows me to feel out what what these guys want, um, what they feel is important, what they like, what they don't like especially when I knew guys already, which really helped. Um, I could be honest with them and I'm not afraid to ask what they don't like. It doesn't bother me because it's an opportunity to get better. So mm -hmm. be like, hey, what do you feel I could improve on as a, as a coach? Because um, I'd be a hypocrite if I was a coach that wasn't learning. Hmm. So um, trying to always just improve as much as possible. And these guys were really good for that. Um, I know I haven't worked with Curtis for a while, but it was really helpful for me to have that, have him on the ice, even my confidence, right? It's just, hey, I can do this. Mm -hmm. um, these guys are better hockey players than I ever was. So sometimes it's not anymore, but at the beginning it was like, I mean, can I really be do giving these, these be guys here? advice, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really just one aspect of it. I've got one skill that I can help them with. Um, they may be better players overall, but I've definitely got the confidence in that area now. But these guys were huge in, in helping me create that confidence. In. So the, um, you're the youngest person to ever be uh, doing what you're doing, correct? Yeah, as yeah, as far as I know. Um, and it's another thing, it's just, it comes down to the path that I took. Because lots of people, uh, they, they get into coaching after they're done a long career. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I stopped playing at 20, so it gives me a fast track into a coaching job essentially because I've stopped earlier than most. Um, comes down to I think getting in with the right people and obviously a little bit of timing and a little bit of luck um, but it's 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 surreal being like I'm the same age as a lot of the players so it's it's an interesting dynamic. Congratulations Lars yeah. that's really neat yeah, and fun. and I do have to say I'm not a huge believer in luck I believe it's the the grit and the attribute and the passion of the individual that carves out their path. I think you've done an incredible job. Uh, what, what do you think is, if I asked you for your number one attribute that you think is your thing, what's a characteristic that, that really defines you? I know a big thing is, is, being, is being honest, I guess, would be one way to put it. Um, honest with myself, honest with the player, honest with my my bosses or the coaches and the general manager. Um, I mean, these people have a lot of information, and for me to say, hey, I can make this guy way better, um, if I don't believe that's the case, isn't going to help me get to the the next level or really help the player as much as possible. Um, I've had to check my my ego a little bit and say, hey, you know what, this is this is what we're going to get out of this guy. And if you don't like it, then, I mean, that's kind of just what it is. And I think they really respect that approach because lots of the time they get, I mean, to put it into hockey talk, like people are like, oh, this is what McDavid does. 
so we can kind of get them there and I mean that's just not realistic mm. um, we can help make improvements but we're not going to take an average skater and change them into Connor McDavid it's just not going to happen um, so I, so I think that's that's a big one and being honest with the players I mean being a young guy it's very important to get their trust and their buy-in because it'd be easy for them to be like you know what he's the same age as me I don't need to listen to this guy mm. um, so just being again that that honesty aspect of you know what, this is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to help you. If you have any questions, concerns, anything, just tell me because it's not going to hurt my feelings. I'm here for you. It's not about me. Um, so I, I think that's one probably good way to put it. And then even just business-wise, um, being honest with parents is a big one. Being honest with, uh, with the kids is super important but I think the parents are almost even even more important because we are worse aren't we yeah well it's not worse <laughs> so we shouldn't say worse um but just being honest with with like what you're trying to accomplish um the real reason that I'm there and and the, the good thing is that I can be honest when I say that I'm only there for the player and I love what I do and I want to help in any way I can um unfortunately probably not everybody can be honest when they say that, but mm -hmm. um, tying all that in, uh, I think is probably, at least sitting in this position right now, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. So, Congratulations on your success. Yeah. Thank and you. thank you for, for joining us today. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks.